0: Are now, are now listening, listening, to listening to The War, War Report. Report, Wednesday, Wednesday Night, Night, Night War, War. Room. 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 with your host, host
1: c Doe. It's your boy, Caesar Walker. I got my
2: boys with me.
3: Mike Mike
2: Get your weight up, strength and conditioning, development.
3: Ike Jones. Stop thinking with your emotions and watch the tape. And be B- real.
2: Which is not normal
0: for me. It's taking something out of me. Are you are ready? Because we, we are now locked and loaded, locked and loaded for, the for the Wednesday night, night war room. room. Let's, go! Let's
1: go. War Eagle, everyone. Happy Hump Day. Happy Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in to the latest Wednesday night war room. Want to shout out all of you guys who are part of the War Report family. Thank you for hanging out with us yet another Wednesday night. Appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Help us grow this community, and you can do that by first sharing our video. If you're watching live, you know, smash that like button, but also share this video on your social medias, whether it's Twitter, Facebook. Get the word out that we are providing an excellent analysis of Auburn sports football during the week. All the things you want about Auburn football, we got it here for you. Check us out for sure. It's LSU week, man. SEC season finally kicks off for Auburn. A lot has happened since we had the weekend tailgate show. Real quick, rapid fire. I don't want want to get too long because we got to get into the the this this upcoming preview. But I just want to get your your guys' thoughts on how you're feeling going into LSU with all that has transpired uh, from Georgia State to now. Uh, my G, what do you? How are you feeling, man?
2: Um, a little hopeful. Our coach did the unthinkable. Right. He benched the ball. And it worked out, saved us from a pretty embarrassing loss. I think um you all know how it goes. If we lose that game, it gets replayed on ESPN five million times. It's all they talk about. Wouldn't matter who else won or lost. All they would talk about is Auburn losing to Georgia State. So um Georgia State v. Tennessee, I think it was a few years ago. I just didn't want to be on that list. Thank you, Brian Harson, for saving us from that. Um and uh <laughs> it also Sparks some hope for the future. So I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful they're going into LSU. They are now, they know four games. They got four games of data on their team. And I hope we get the right guys on the field.
1: We will. How you feel, man? Well, you you and I you and I wasn't on the the, the show we we did with Brian Matthews. So what are, what are your thoughts about what all has transpired? Uh a coach got fired. An off-the-field analyst got promoted. All of that going into LSU. Thoughts?
0: Oh, man. Well, guy got fired. That that was weird. I mean, it's still weird. Middle of the season. I I don't know what to say about that. I don't know enough about who makes what decisions when it comes to the wide receivers to know if it was justified or not. I saw some screenshots floating around that said, hey, we didn't have enough guys on the field. And Coach Harson said, yeah, that happened a couple times. I'm like, well, I mean, maybe there was some justification, but I'm like Mike. I'm hopeful, man. I'm hopeful, and unlike Mike or other people, um, just like I got off the Gus bandwagon around 2018, I got off the Bow bandwagon last year. I'm not gonna lie to you. So, yes, Corey Weber, <laughs> I'm gonna be mad. It both starts Saturday. Um, he's had an astronomical op- number of opportunities between his starts and reps and camps to prove that he is not up to snuff to be a, a quality starting SEC quarterback. And I don't care if the other guy looked just a little bit better. He's had half the reps, a third of the starting games. It's time, man. I, it doesn't even have to be TJ Finley. I want to see Demetrius Davis. I want to see anybody. But Bo, that's where I at. I ain't going to say anybody, but okay. Yeah, right. Yeah, don't, okay. don't <laughs> yeah I don't, right. don't want to see uh, yeah, uh, yeah, mm-hmm, your boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, be careful what he was for, yeah. I'm I'm ready to see holding grinders. Somebody
3: shoot.
1: Ike, talk to me, man.
0: How how are you feeling going into you? You
1: will you will be present in Baton Rouge. Yeah. Baton Rouge. So yeah, uh, I am.
3: I'm making the trip down to Baton Rouge. So you know, holler at me if you see me. How you feel? Uh, I am feeling. Um, I don't know what to feel right now because we haven't said for sure who's going to start, and I have no idea what's going to happen in this wide receiver rotation. Uh, until I get some of that stuff solidified, I'm just going to sit in this pace of, I hope LSU is as bad defensively as I think we they are. Mm-hmm. If they can't stop the run, we're in good shape. If we decide to commit to the run for a change, because I was saying, are we going to run the run? That's the problem. Yeah. yeah so um, if 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 they can't stop the run and we can figure out how to, you know, run the ball when necessary, throw the ball when we're supposed to, you know, everybody say it with me. Count the box, count the if box we can, count if we can start box. to do that, then we will be in a better position, I think overall offensively, and that will make me feel better about the fact that l s u is pretty we'll get into the game. I'm feeling uh kind of just in a malaise right now, waiting to see we gotta ask
1: we're gonna have to ask funny man, can he print up orange and blue versions of run the ball shirt? Oh
3: mm-hmm. listen. That's happening already. Me and okay, Man actually okay. talk, me and, me and <laughs> talked about that Sunday after the game. After I watched that film, I was like, hey, bro, can I get four of those shirts up off like of you? So that's coming soon. Don't worry about it. I got y'all already. I, I think
1: we need that. I think that's yeah. a great campaign we need to start this year for Auburn football. For sure. Let's go ahead and get into it, guys. We have a very outside of the Auburn LSU matchup. We have some pretty exciting games that uh, we we need to get into and talk about just to get our thoughts. I haven't really kind of given my thoughts, so it's going to be fun kind of doing this off the cuff. Uh, There's a few games I've thought through, so we'll talk about them. Let's start with uh, the least exciting game. UConn comes to Nash Vegas to play Vandy, and they're giving Vandy the edge here. Uh, They have an 83% chance of winning, according to the Football Power Index for ESPN. I'm glad I got I Vandy has to win, right? Like <laughs> UConn is 0-5. Oh, um they gotta win, right? Like I I I'm going Vandy, but yeah, I no no real conviction. Um B Will, what do you think?
0: Yeah, Vandy's gonna win because uh UConn's team has completely quit on the season. They are astronomically bad. They they are pretty much an FCS team as far as performance this year. So I do think Vandy will get this win, which is why they're favored by more than two touchdowns. So yeah. Okay.
1: And, and for the record, these spreads that you're seeing for our preview tonight are courtesy of our sponsor, BUSR. Definitely check them out. Uh, shout outs to them.
2: Mike G, who you got? I'll go with Vandy. My record shot. <laughs> so, no,
3: why not? Oh, we didn't even talk. We about didn't do the that. Rounds. Let's let's
1: before I always always I, I got I got to get better at doing yeah, this. So right. here's where yep. we stand. Surprise, B will didn't want to. I know, I'm, I know. Here's where we stand. Ike and I are still neck and neck for second place. B will is starting to slowly pull away, and Mike G is slowly starting to get further <laughs> well,
2: I, I didn't make any moves. I
1: was, I was the only person who Excuse foolishly me.
3: picked Mississippi State last week. So thanks, yeah. Ike. I appreciate that, man. You, yeah, you know. Yeah.
1: Um so that's where we stand after four, was it four weeks going into week five? Yeah. Let's see, let's let's see what happens after this week. So I've picked Vandy, B's pick Vandy, Mike has picked Vandy, Ike. Are you gonna be foolish again and then and pick UConn? That's right. I'm going Vandy. All right. All right. (laughs) All right. All right. Let's move on to Columbia, South Carolina, where South Carolina faces off against Troy. Mm. And the Football Power Index gives them, uh, not Troy, but South Carolina, a 71% chance of winning this game. I'm going... You know, Troy has given SEC teams a hard time over the over the years. But I'm going to go South Carolina here. I'm going South Carolina. Ike, what you think?
3: Yeah, I'm going to go South Carolina as well. Um, where South Carolina struggled this year is against the run. Troy doesn't run the ball particularly well. Um, you know, they could have some sort of random explosion like Georgia State did against us. But uh, I don't think that they're going to be able to challenge them enough. Um, so, yeah going to go south carolina on this
1: one right
2: uh yeah i'm going to go with south carolina on this one for sure B. yeah troy's not that
0: good this year they aren't the giant slayer they have been in years past and south carolina i'm telling you man they are sneakily
3: decent playing yeah, hard this is the best definitely decent
0: yeah they are they are more decent than I thought. I remember at the beginning of the season, y'all remember it was uh, somebody had picked the season and they said we were going to lose at South mm-hmm. Carolina. And now I'm scared to death because Bo could still be our quarterback and we're going to go play a decent, disciplined defensive team. So, um, oh boy, that'll be some crow to eat because we clown that dude for saying we would lose to South Carolina. But, yeah, they're better than I thought. I expect moving, them to win this game. They will be moving up my power rankings for sure. So be on the lookout for that. Waltz. Appreciate
1: you, man. says, Mike G, wait for it. The Wildcat is coming this weekend. Maybe he's just talking about Uh Kentucky
2: or I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Right. (laughs) I don't know. It's like a pregame meal or something. So I think we all got South Cacolac here. Yeah.
1: Let's move on. Tennessee. This is a pretty tight game here. Tennessee on the road against Mizzou.
2: Whatever Brian's saying, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning to trust it's in the funny. betting man.
0: I, I got wow. some some points to play with. I might just throw you off.
2: Hilarious! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can he
1: can, he can afford an off he can afford an off night. Um,
3: this is actually a tough week to pick. Like this this. The, this I'm is, saying this just like game. the games this week are going to be tough to pick, so like this is going to be the week where we start to see some separation in these picks because it's the the matchups are getting closer and closer to to even.
1: I am going to go. I'm going Missouri here. I'm going mm-hmm. Missouri. Um, be will what you got. So yeah. you, I you got Missouri too? Yeah, I'm going Missouri as well. Yeah. I'm
0: I'm going Missouri. I I, I think Tennessee is bad. Right. Missouri is not good, man. I know they gave up the the goals to BC last week, but their defense, Steve Wilkes, he was a former uh, NFL head coach, Mm -hmm. actually, and a defensive coordinator by trade. So he's their DC. I don't think they have the guys to get it together. They look slightly better against the cupcakes early, but they don't have the guys yet. Um, So 40 points to a BC team that couldn't score. That was embarrassing. And that's why they lost that game. However, Tennessee is so bad. Now both their quarterbacks have been in and out of the lineup with injuries. And neither one of them is good in the first place. And the worst one is the one that finished the game last week. So whenever somebody's got a really bad quarterback, got to go against them, man. I'm going Mizzou. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And by the way,
1: uh, the ESPN Football Power (laughs) Index game. (laughs) <laughs> Missouri, a fifty-two percent <laughs> chance of winning this game, so we'll definitely be a, see. Really to like it's be a close game. They really don't like Missouri. It's going to be a close game. They really think, yeah, they really think they're evenly matched. They they're not too high on either one of those
0: squads. So, you know what? Though I was listening last week to the podcast, and like three of the teams they gave a fifty-five percent chance to win last week lost. So, it just being a know what they talking about, man. It's just so, a probability. Mm, it don't mean it's going to happen. We just get it. Yes, and yes, yeah, yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's what makes it so fun, right? We guess we guess some better. Actually.
1: All right. So Mississippi State takes their air raid on the road to face Texas A&M. You see Again, the lines that the USR. Football Power Index gives A&M a 68.5% chance of winning this game. This is a very intriguing matchup here. This is a tough one for me. I'm leaning A&M... But I don't feel confident about this. screw it, I'm gonna go A&M. like right, who you got, man.
3: Yeah, I'm going and m as well. I just I think their defense is that good. Uh, Mississippi state couldn't get it done against lSU's defense. I don't know how they get it done against texas A and m 's defense, so uh I'm gonna go uh texas a m
1: what the, so wait 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 you, you're not you're not going
3: you're not going you're not going to double down on Mississippi state man. Uh, my confidence was not in Mississippi State. It was in the, my lack of confidence in LSU's defense. So right. let's be ah. clear
2: about that. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. So fair enough. Who then, you got, my G? They look pretty regular offensive offensively. Offensively, they're terrible. Man. Yeah, right. And <laughs> they're so, terrible offensively. In my head, I'm just thinking, can Mike Leach whip up enough points to win this game? Because That's, the the, that's, that's list, essentially the question, yeah. Yeah, the offense of their enough? offense actually boosts the defense yeah. on the other side—it makes it interesting. Yeah, and it makes it interesting. So, like, screw it. I'm gonna go Mississippi State on this. All one. right. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. There what, you I mean, go. I, yeah. I just A and m is, is such a disappointment this year. Yeah, they are. They are unraveling at the seams. Yeah, yeah. minus their QB is just. Mm. Okay. I mean, the, the QB original
3: QB wasn't all that great either, but still. B, did so. you go? Not. I you did know. not, man. And
0: I have been. I haven't had a chance to check the injury report for these teams. Um, they usually kind of give a final update on Thursday or Friday. I can't remember which one, but, man. It's tough, man. a and them can't score, you know, with that overrated coach. <laughs> Mississippi State. Honestly, so they've been throwing the ball a lot, but they're not throwing for a lot of yards or scoring a lot of points, which is weird. I mean, it's not weird because he can't really slinging he doesn't have the White house really to do what he wants to do yet so mm. you know what i'm gonna ride with mike g let's go Ms. okay mike g. Mm. You know, let's, let's go, go. Oh, no, let's go ahead bury jimbo early get him let's out of here
3: go. <laughs> i we like gonna, it I we gonna, gonna it.
4: catch up all
3: right now i just like the fact that there's some parody here so we have an opportunity to see some, you know see somebody, somebody gonna be separate right or who wrong. yeah, yeah. Hopefully we make it closer. We'll, we'll see though. Uh,
1: Florida, number ten. Florida goes on the road now. This oh, is
3: going to man. be an intriguing
1: game oh, right here. <laughs> Mike coming
3: out the gate. Florida. Roger, Mike Florida. has Florida. You saw what you needed to see in that Bama game.
2: Huh?
1: ESPN oh, likes confident. them too. Uh, they're giving they're giving them a seventy seven percent chance of winning yeah, this my game. My faith is in
2: Dan Muller. <laughs> yeah, my face My faith is in Dan. I'm picking Florida. Yeah,
1: through. I th- I th- I just think that Kentucky while they look good at times against better competition they seem to still be Kentucky. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Yeah. I think against Florida I don't know if they're able to keep up with them in terms of scoring. I like
3: Florida here. I Yeah, I'm going to take Florida as well. Kentucky um like you said they've they seem to play to the level of whatever competition they're facing. So that they're going to look good against better teams, but they will ultimately just be who they are. And uh, I think that Florida's just more talented when it comes to it. By the end of the game, Florida will be the winner. Yeah. B.
4: Do it.
1: Do it. You can do it. Come, Come on. Don't tempt me. Don't,
4: tempt
0: me. Don't do it. it. Ah, I want to go with Kentucky so bad, so badly. They are going to play to the level of competition. Florida is better. They will play better than they played against South Carolina. And this is the first time Florida would have gone on the road against somebody decent this year. Their only away game was at South Florida, who was terrible. Mm. Do it. Oh, man. You know, if I'm going to go down this weekend, I'm going to go down swing. I'm going to Kentucky, man. (laughs) Oh, wow. <laughs> Kentucky man Will you- Levis big you- Will Levis slanging. might might G would yeah. you like to change the answer on your paper <laughs> nope. I'm
2: hanging with Florida I'm not bending against Dan all right just checking just checking all right
1: now we get to we get to some we get to some fun here it's, it's getting a lot Christmas. more fun this isn't a top 10 matchup so I didn't save it for last but oh miss Number 12 oh, yeah. Ole Miss goes to Bryant Denny and Tusk, loser to play Alabama. Number one Alabama, on and of course, ESPN gives them an 81% chance of winning this game.
3: Mike G.
2: Ole Miss. Mm. I picked pick Ole Miss.
1: I Jones.
3: Yeah, I picked him in the preseason. I'm sticking with Ole Miss I'm to win this Ole game. Yep.
1: Be will. Bama. I'm going Bama too.
2: Yeah, hey, I'm taking Ole Miss. Now, I called this on the segment I deal with Funny Man. I picked this upset. This, will, this, the significance of it is this will be the first time one of Nick Saban's former assistants will have actually defeated him in a head-to-head matchup. It's never happened. Uh, now, looking at kind of like Bama's O-line situation, I think that Ole Miss can cause just enough trouble there, but they can also keep up on the scoreboard. So I expect this to be a close one. There are going to be some theatrics That 14-and-a-half-point the line seems a little disrespectful. It's, yeah, yeah it seems I'm taking very it. I'm taking that. Yeah, yeah, it's it very that. disrespectful. Yeah, so like— For sure. I you don't know. I think Ole Miss can sneak this one out. Um, again, my faith is also in Lane Kiffin as a play caller as well, too. Like, you know, again, he'll, he can match up uh, offensively versus what Nick Saban is going to want to do defensively. And as much as Saban may know Kiffin, Kiffin knows Saban. Right, uh, so you know, I know, I, I have, I have no doubt they'll have his team prepared for this game. Uh, they've got just enough playmakers to hang in, and based on how Bama's O line is performing, if they can just, you know, force a mistake or two from Bryce Young, I think they can sneak this one out on the road in Tuscaloosa. So,
1: yeah, I'm, um, I'm, I'm,
2: I'm, I'm, I got, I'm picking Bama, but I'm rooting for Ole Miss if that makes sense. Yeah. It sounded it just, crazier preseason, and now it doesn't, you know what I mean? Now doesn't sound crazy. I had this picked uh, in favor of Ole Miss in preseason as well, so yeah. it didn't sound crazy to me when you said it.
3: I, was, I was like, there. yeah. Yo, what's up? This your man Ike Jones with the War Report, and you've been listening to the War Report Wednesday night War Room. If you want to get in on the conversation early, catch us as we broadcast this show live on Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central on YouTube. Make sure you check out our other content while you're there. Facts and All, the weekend tailgate, our player interview series, Building Report are going strong. All right, enough of that. Let's get back to the show. So let's move on. Is it right one. here? Wow! It's wow! The one. This is it right here.
1: Number eight, Arkansas goes to number two. This line
3: feels a little disrespectful to Arkansas. I ain't going to lie. It does. I'm mm-hmm. definitely taking this. I'm mm-hmm. definitely taking I this mean, one. So here, here, here's my thing. I, I'll, I'll kick this off and say I'm picking Georgia to win this game. Arkansas's defense is real. I just think KJ Jefferson is, is he going to play this game?
1: Definitely. I'm pretty sure he will. But the AM question burst. is how healthy, how healthy right. is he going to be? So if they can't
3: score points, that means their defense is going to be out there way too much. Um, I still don't, I still think the 18.5 line is a little disrespectful to Arkansas's defense, Um, but I'm going to pick Georgia to win this game. Mm. Their, their top playmakers are hurt. And that just is, I don't, I don't see how they, I don't know how they generate enough points. It's
1: going to be a slugfest because you're going to see two good defenses out there just flexing, but, at the end, I think because of Arkansas's playmakers being injured and questionable and not a hundred percent, I think Georgia
2: eventually wears down Arkansas and pulls away. So I got I got Georgia, my G. I got Georgia um, because we need that two thirty kick. The following <laughs> week, and not the 11 a.m. That's
3: more on us than it is on yeah, Georgia. Georgia yeah, right? could probably We're lose this game. Yeah, that could lose that game, but,
2: and we still get it. Yeah, so right, but we uh, need to win. <laughs> yeah, I mean this this potentially sets up as a really big game if we can get out of Baton Rouge with the wind, right? Like so, um uh, the way the SEC West is is shaping up, there are matchups like this, top 15 matchups like this. On the what's the over under on the number of punts in this game? I don't know. Oh, man, dude. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going Georgia. I think I think uh, after week one, after that kind of first game jitters that they had versus Clemson, they've looked impressive. Um, so they're really hard to bet against right now. I mean, I, I'm in my mind, I'm struggling to, to justify how I'm going to pick us Georgia week right now the way they look. So oh,
0: right now, it ain't no question. I, I would yeah, be yeah. Bet. Okay. <laughs> pick
2: Georgia. Yes, yeah, so Georgia in this one. B B. Georgia. Georgia.
0: Georgia mm-hmm. man. I don't, I don't think this is particularly close. KJ Jefferson was not a great passer. Georgia is a great defense. You can't beat a great defense one dimensional. And he's hurt. And Burks is hurt. Listen, they if you don't have your best weapons to at least be one dimensional, you're not gonna beat that team. They're not they're not gonna have much to do on offense. Georgia's gonna get way too many possessions. It's gonna be one sided. Mm-hmm. Agreed, yeah. agreed, agreed.
1: Didn't didn't miss you, Corey Web. Appreciate you, man. Super chatting us and hanging out with us. He would like to know our thoughts on the Tony Franklin comment. Be
0: Will, you got some thoughts on this, man? What a clown! Listen, buddy. I don't know <laughs> if there was anybody who had a shorter stint at Auburn than Tony Franklin, except for now. See Will. I don't care what you think about Auburn, man. You, I what? Who even asked you? Who asked him? Did, any, did, did one of y'all ask Tony Franklin what he thought about <laughs> what was going on here? <laughs> did somebody ask him? Does he have, like, a radio show or something? That, that's got to be what it is. Yeah, because right? he's, he's not coaching. It's a podcast. I think he he's got Oh, he's got a oh, he podcast. Because po- he's not coaching, because he's not good at that. So he's podcasting. But like, we're not coaches, so we're podcasting. That's how that works, right? Cool. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, he can say whatever he wants to. Man, you don't get the... Uh, man, come on.
2: Stop. <laughs> 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 mm, yeah, I mean, listen, some some people just got to try to be relevant, right? And I think that's what it is. Now, there was a personal tie here because Coach C, Coach Corn, actually played for Tony Franklin, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and so you know, there may have been some something a little personal there, you know, why he made the comments that he made. But we're talking about some over the top calling this man a weak leader and like. Come on, bro. Like, you don't know anything about Brian Harson. And um, you know, please have several seats. Sit down. You know, uh, it, it was, it was, it was embarrassing. Like, I was getting secondhand embarrassment listening to him. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like this is not gonna play well later. It's just not gonna play well later. And I can't wait to hear his excuses if Harson Yo, uh, does well this season. You're just so, going to hear
1: radio silence.
2: Yeah. Carson does well. Yeah, so I don't know, man. Like, I just, I just thought it was embarrassing. I,
3: yeah, whatever. <laughs> irrelevant. Completely yeah, irrelevant. I
2: mean, I I don't
3: even know why people are upset about, t- why do you care what Tony Franklin has to say? Screw him and his opinion. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Absolutely, uh, Wesley. Fellas, my 11 year old son Trip just paid to stay up past his bedtime for a shout out. Hey, hey Trip, what's trip? good, man? Hey, man. What's good good goody? Trip. Now go to bed. All right. <laughs> right, you got school in the morning. Man. Come on. You know. All right. Well, listen. Let's talk about it, man. Let's 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 get into let's get into the game. Let's let's talk about. Auburn, number 22 at LSU. Both teams are 3-1. and one. Of course, this game takes place this upcoming Saturday at 8 p.m. Central Time on ESPN. LSU has a negative 3.5 edge in terms of the line over and under, 55.5 there. The series history, LSU leads this. In the last game, of course, last year, we knew how that went. Auburn dominated that game in, in impressive fashion. But it's 2021. So we're curious to see how things are gonna go this year. Guys, what do we think about this? So he he talked about he talked about wide receivers, and he talked about that being a strength. We know our secondary, the play in the secondary has left much to be desired so far through this season. So talk about that matchup. How I, Who who wins that matchup this upcoming Saturday,
3: in your opinion? Uh, Ike, what are your thoughts, man? I mean, I think it, it's, it depends on how we decide to play it. It's going to be difficult. The mixed coverage that I think that, um, that we're trying to employ defensively, where we're doing like uh, one side is man, the other side is zone, um, hasn't been playing out well for us, right? I think we just need, the communication has to be much better in order for that to be effective. Uh, when you have guys crossing from one side to the other, they're not communicating who is doing man and who's doing zone. Um, so we need to figure out that a little bit better. I think that they need to just do one or the other, uh, either play man or play zone and, and mix in some different kind of blitz looks from that. Um, but I think, You know, the same thing that we said going into the Penn State game, I think is going to be applicable here. If we can take away the dimension that they want to do, I'm not going to say the same thing. Excuse me. We said in Penn State game, if they're going to be one dimensional, then we can beat them. I don't think that that's necessarily the case for LSU. We need to take away the dimension that they want to go to, which is the pass game. They're not running the ball particularly well this game. And we need to figure out how to take away what they want and make them do some things that they don't want to do. Um, Because that's what teams are doing to us. We want to run the ball, they're stacking the box. right? So let's figure out how to get those guys off their mark back there in the pass game, make them uncomfortable, make them make mistakes in the pass game, and do something that they don't want to do. And that's how we're going to have to face the the, the past of them. Just make Max Johnson uncomfortable. I don't think he's a mobile quarterback like that. So get him off his spot, figure out how to disrupt the timing.
1: Mike G, talk about, if, if that's the case, talk about how important Auburn's front line the defensive line will be in this game in terms of trying to attack
2: LSU's passing game. Uh well you got to get to him. I mean, there's no secret there. If you if he with given time to throw, he's like 75% <laughs> so he can pass the ball and if we don't get pressure on him, it's going to be tragic unless we have a different plan for the secondary. Uh now there was a super chat here that I wanted to address that kind of goes in line with that. Cleveland Brown, thank you, brother, says it's time for Derek Mason to earn his keep versus LSU's wide receiver core. This will make or break the game. Listen, Cleveland, I agree. I bet a lot of shutouts on Derek Mason. <laughs> <laughs> he delivered one, right? Uh, but I thought we'd be on our way to about three by now. So, um, he's. Hmm. we've got to... Here's the thing. I mean, Ike said it best, right? Like, you... Have to take away at the thing that they want to do. And for them, it's passing the ball. Unfortunately, our strength is run defense. So they're going to have to mix it up. Uh, I hope that we see a little less zone and a little bit more man, right? Um, and just like we're talking about reevaluating some other positions, maybe some of those defensive backfield positions are being reevaluated because I'm starting to wonder if we got the right guys in the game at those spots right now? Or is it just a game plan? Uh, I think we'll find out on Saturday, but Derek Mason has got to do something, man. We cannot continue the season at this clip defensively. Now, I will say, our run defense is as good as there is in the country. It really is when we're healthy. So if Zacoby and Papo are in there, we're going to be very hard to run the ball on. I think they proved that, you know, just adding... Zacobi in there made them amazing. You put Papo in there on the other side, and they, yeah. again, teams are going back to like 40 yards per game on the ground. So Harson talked to the. Uh, he talked about injuries. It sounds like his status is still. Papo's status is still a little up in the air. It's going to be a game time decision. Um, but at least having Zacobi in should make us pretty tough. So yeah, we got We. I mean, it's in their house. You got. You got to take the crowd out of the game. That's going to be key. And it's unfortunately not defense that's going to take the crowd out of the game. It's going to be our offense that's going to take the crowd out of the game, right? Run the ball, move it, slow drives, grind it out, touchdown, and just demoralize them. And then defensively, just don't let them, don't let them answer, right? And kill the crowd early and hold on for dear life. I fear this is going to be something crazy again. I mean, we've seen some crazy LSU-Auburn games over the years. I feel another one on the cusp this game. So, no shutout. I don't think we can do that at this point. Not in their house. But um, there's still a chance for this defense to show up and do something special in this game, I think. Shoutouts to Octavius
1: Walden Tay, good, good, to, good to have up, you man? with us, man. Hey. So, I think the problem may be communication from the booth to the defense as well. I see guys looking to the sideline before the plays to get the call. That bothers me. He also alludes to the fact that Mason may need to get to the sideline. Uh, there's definitely been a delay, and especially we saw it against the likes of Penn State when they wanted to, to give us some tempo after first down. We would seem to be struggling getting our calls in, so that definitely has to improve. And obviously, if you're if that's late getting in, that has to hurt with the communication on the back, in the backfield, right? So right. that definitely is something that has to improve. B. Will, Auburn wins if they do what on Saturday? One thing. Give me one thing Auburn does that will put them in
0: a good position to win.
2: Complete 65% of their
0: passes. Good. Whoever's going to do that. That's that's That was my key to the season. That's my key most games. If LSU can pressure the pass, they can get after the quarterback, then – if we can complete passes, especially when blitzes are happening, that means we're catching somebody wide open. So um, that's what we got to do. Whether or not we're going to do it depends on what quarterback we play. And honestly, I have no idea what's going to happen at the most critical position on the field for us on either side of the ball. So it's really hard to call what this game is going to look like. Um, I mean, I said it earlier. I think we've seen the ceiling for Bo Nicks. And it's a very jagged ceiling that looks like a kind of cathedral because it's up and down and up and down and up and down. It's not flat and smooth. smooth. Um, if we knew exactly what to expect as far as floor and ceiling, it would be easier to have some confidence or a lack of it. But we don't really know. And um, I don't know how much of the indecision as far as calling a starter from Harson is, you know, he's gamesmanship. You know, I don't know. You know, make them make him plan for both. Sure, why not? Or, you know, like... Uh, like Scarborough said, tell him it's gonna be bold and prep TJ the whole week. I I don't know what we're gonna get, so it's hard to say if we're gonna get that sixty five percent or not.
1: Like, what is something that uh, Auburn will win if they do blank? What if what 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 does Auburn have to do?
3: Oh, I think that we need to run the ball sixty five to seventy percent of the game. Like we just need to relentlessly make the well. Unless LSU is going out there and putting nine people in the box like Georgia State, then we just need to take what the defense is giving us and pick up five, six yards at a time with quick, easy throws. But, you know, short passing game slash run game. So I'll I'll put I'll mix those two in there. Make sure that if LSU is going to do the whole thing where they're just going to stack the box and dare you to throw it out there to the side, take the bet. Um, you know, I've said this over and over again. If you guys come to the Watch the Film Sessions, you you hear me say one of the better balls that Bo Nix throws consistently is that out, even from the yeah. opposite hash. TJ throws yeah. it really well as well. So I don't think that there's any reason why we can't consistently go to that if they're going to be playing off coverage. Now, LSU has the defensive backs to be able to stack the box and play press man, which means that yeah. you, can throw, you can throw slants against that. Right. So if they're going to do that, then. Quick slants is going to be the option that you need to go through. We need to be as multiple as advertised is my point. The offense has not been multiple enough for me. We've seen a lot of formation differences, but it's been a little vanilla in the way that we approach the passing concepts. Um, I want to see us do more than just crazy, you know, double reverse stuff. I want to see us actually decide, all right, this is how they're attacking us. We're going to go and we're going to counter that with this. Um, and and I'm, I'm a little less down on Mike Bobo's play calling when you go back and watch some of the film and you see how wide open some guys are and you see how many options are actually available out there that we just haven't taken advantage of. But I am still down on whoever's job it is to decide who is going to be taking advantage of certain things, right? Like you realize that they're stacking the box against Tank. They're not stacking the box in the same way or as downhill when they have Hunter in the game. Okay, put Hunter in and make him run it. Do stuff that's why that's that's running back screens with Tank in the game. Take advantage or, you know, d- understand what the, how the defense is attacking you and adjust. And I just haven't seen that enough in-game. Halftime, they'll come back with some adjustments. But, I mean, dang, we got to go out there and look silly for a whole first half. So, uh, yeah, short passes, run game. I need to see that a lot.
0: War Report family, it's your boy, B. Will. We want to thank you for listening to the Wednesday Night War Room in podcast form. Now, we got more content we want to get you here specifically as podcasts. We know you love the convenience of it, but that takes time and resources. So we're asking for sponsors. If you or anybody you know would like to reach Auburn football fans, specifically the War Report's Auburn football fan community, then hit us up business at the war that's business at the war and to continue to fuel our growth please rate and review this podcast right now on whatever service you're listening on that's all i got for now so
2: not gonna hold you up
0: let's get back to it
2: mike g um <clears throat> so i've been asked this a lot right today it's been hey mike does bo have the autonomy to check in and out of plays? Everybody's been asking me this today. I I don't you know if I'm to believe Harson, yes. But based on what I'm seeing, it doesn't look like it. And if, if he has that autonomy, he's not doing it, he's long. not doing it. Right. Yeah. So I have questions. Um I'm with B on passing percentage. I think you have to complete a requisite amount of passes. And I honestly don't I think the difference between playing Finley and playing Bo will not be necessarily the amount of completions. It's going to be which completions. When the Heat is on, who's going to deliver? Because the Heat is going to be on. I think they lead the SEC in sacks. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right? Okay, they lead the league in sacks. So they're going to come after us. And, yeah, I'm interested. I mean, I'm on pins and needles to see what Harson is going to do. There's a team dynamic here that is at play. I don't know that the coach necessarily worries about it. But his fans, I, I mean, if you go out there and you start Bo at any capacity and he craps the bed, you know, do you lose this team? Uh, because a lot of people are feeling like, you know, what does this guy have to do to get benched? Everybody else got benched. You know, now we know Tank is going to have his job back on Saturday. He got benched on Saturday. But I a quarterback, I don't know. I don't know that you've seen enough send them back out there again, hoping for different results, right? Now, I just want to, again, I want to talk about the progression of this. Akron happened, and we were all super encouraged. I was really happy for Bo Week 1. I was like, this looks a little different. Um, Alabama State happened, and it was a little less stellar, but there were some drops, and there were some things that, you know, the stats would have looked better, and he threw the ball significantly less. Um, Penn State happened and uh, after we watched the film, I was worried. This game happens and now everybody's screaming about some injury that Bo has, which, by the way, if he is injured even a little bit, he should be a no-go to start this game. 100% because it's a shoulder injury. No, I don't want to see Bo. We went through this with Sean White years ago. I don't know if anybody remembers with him trying to play hurt and be the hero and it hurt the team. Yeah sit down, right? You cannot want to play so bad that you're willing to hurt the team. I'm 100% against that. So Bo's hurt, please sit him. And then if you're the receiver, if you're a receiver, I saw something, man, the receivers were bouncing around in that fourth quarter. Listen, man, they had attitude and swag like they knew they were going to win. Right? Canyon caught that ball on the sideline and just, you know, and he it just looked they looked like they were having fun out there again, and it put life back into the team. What message does it send if you send Bo out there? now he had some interviews in the wake of that last minute win. uh he went on one show and said, uh, you guys tagged me in it a bunch on Twitter that uh <laughs> <laughs> he uh he thought he played pretty good and I, I I had secondhand embarrassment for him there. I, I was like, eh, I don't know if I would have said that. I don't, I don't know if I would have gone there. Now I don't expect him to come and crap all over himself and say, Oh, I was terrible and it was right to pull me out. I don't, he doesn't need to say that. But in my head, I'm thinking, does he really think that he was doing okay? Right? Or was that just, you know, like an unskilled media interview? You guys know how I feel about this stuff, man. I'm not a big fan of all these NIL interviews.
0: Yeah.
2: Right. I think it's an unnecessary distraction. Listen, model underwear, sell energy drinks, anything you got to do. But these NIL interviews, promised interviews, I'm not a big fan of at all, um, because they ultimately the, your words become distractions. And if you're his teammate and you're listening to that interview and you're one of the receivers that he keeps not seeing on the field, how do you feel? Mm. Really, bro? Because I'm clapping my hands running down the field for you to see me. So if both plays, I want him to do well. I'm going to say it again for the people in the back. If he starts this game, I hope he finishes it. Because I do not want to see a QB carousel. I don't think it's good for the team. I don't think it's good for Auburn. So Parson has a really tough decision to make. Right. I think that the toughest decision in his Auburn career came early when he had to decide to bench Bo, and then it worked out. You know, so fast forward six days, and he's got to make the same decision again. Was that an anomaly? Or is he suddenly going to do better this time? Now, if I'm taking the body of work as a whole,
4: I'm going with TJ. Because, in my mind, you
2: can always come back to Bo if it doesn't work out. And for his own sake, you get fried a lot less given the atmosphere around the program if you let TJ start the game. And if he's ineffective, put Bo in. What's the harm in that? But if you put Bo out here for Bo's sake and he doesn't do well and he plays like road he's done. Guys, he's done it, Auburn. You know, I know some people will probably disagree with me, but I think for Bo's sake, you sit him. I've seen better quarterbacks get benched in the last couple of years for being ineffective. He should not be above it. And this whole thing where people, this whole tired argument about, you know, well, he was third string at LSU and he wasn't good enough to win the job That's intellectually lazy and dumb. Yes, I'm saying it. It's a dumb argument. There's a lot of good quarterbacks who are third string somewhere and transferred. I mean, there's a
3: guy who won the Heisman Trophy a couple of years who was third string third at Ohio, St- Ohio State, State before he went to L- LSU. Right. right. So I think I'm just been, saying. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not saying TJ Finley is that guy so let's not i'm yeah. just saying the argument that because you were third string in one place means that you can't play well in another Yes, yeah. listen, listen just, there's, there's only one ball
2: <laughs> like right. only
3: one guy can play in that position and regardless a, of talent
2: and under a different coaching staff in a system that was clearly flailing and still is some would argue to this point so do i trust this new lsu's coach not joe brady's LSU coaching staff, this new one to be able to evaluate which guy's the best guy. No, I do not. I think if Joe Brady were still at LSU, so would TJ Finley. <laughs> so, like, I, I just let's let's give Finley a chance. If he's if he plays, let's give him a real chance. But you you can't see five bad plays and then crap all over Finley because Bo got two years and. Uh, three games and three quarters. Finley should at least be able to get a couple games to see if he's got it. Now, I don't, I'm, don't treat him like he's a freshman because he's not, right? <laughs> to be clear, Finley's leash is not freshman long. Right. You are not necessarily a seasoned starter, but he started six games in the SEC. Five or six games. You know he's been through two springs. He should be be able to come in if he can do the job and prove it fairly quickly. And he doesn't have to be a world beater to do it either. He's just got to make some of the throws and make some of the plays that we've been missing, just like he did on that last that final drive. Come in and just make some of those plays. sixty five percent wins it because the guy who you are taking over for is a career 59%. 65%, like B is saying, are those extra throws that win us the game, that keep drives alive. They're the deep balls (laughs) to our wide-open receivers downfield. That's what Finley's got to do. And there's something very, very poetic about him the very next season beating the school that didn't want him or let him walk or thought he was third string in their house. Come on, man. If you're an Auburn fan, you got to want that for Finley. Right? He chose us. He came here. And he had a lot of offers. He could have gone to Florida State. Bama wanted him. Right? Let's not pretend like this kid was just some third string that nobody wanted. Right? You know, I'll close by saying this, right? If you want Finley to fail so bad that you're willing to watch Auburn fail, you are a
4: trash fan and we don't want you. Flat out.
2: I'm throwing you back. I don't want any, I don't, I don't want to associate any fan that wants a player to fail so bad, just so they can be right about that player. We all have our opinions about who's the best, suited for the job. But make no mistake, once the coach makes the decision about who's gonna play, choose Albert. I said it in the
4: preseason. I'm going to say it again. Choose Auburn. Not Bo Nix. Not Tank Bigsby. Auburn.
2: So I'll leave it at that. I mean, whoever they send out on the field, I support 100%. I I hope they last. And listen, if they make a wrong decision, I hope that they can adjust in game fast enough to not lose this team. Right? Like, and and what that scenario looks like is um, if they start Finley, I hope he gets a real shot to get into the rhythm of the game. If they start Bo, again, you have enough data to know what he is. If it's going south, pull him. Pull him before the game gets out of hand. Because if Finley comes in third quarter and we like the scoreboard up, but then lose by three points, this coach that I like right now is going to get fried. (laughs) Yeah, that's going to be ugly. I don't want to see it, man. I want want to see him get this right for his sake and his staff's sake. All right, let's, 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 we got a few super chats. I want to acknowledge Jazzy
1: Joe says Carlson outscores LSU like his brother. Hey, I'll take that. That may be
3: painful, but I'll take that. I, so let let me just say this, in that scenario, Daniel, I mean, Excuse me, Anders Carlson kicks three field goals, and LSU only kicks two, but we still score forty. <laughs> like that, I don't want. I, I don't want it to be a field goal fest. I'm sorry. I like a win is a win. All that, but right. I, My my Fair My my pancreas and my my. I, I, I feel like I'm gonna have an ulcer in my stomach if I have to sit through a field goal fest in LSU because I'm gonna be in the press box. I can't. I'm. I will be physically in pain watching that from the press box. Mm. Please. Don't embarrass us and get blown out and don't let it be a field goal fest. All right. Just somewhere in the middle of that. Either we blow them out, close game win. I'll even take a close loss, but just no, man. No. Johnny H says,
1: either way you run the risk of falling into a hole early in death Valley, might as well go with the guy that will keep your locker room behind you. We saw how we saw how the team responded with Finley. And so I think that's one of the big reasons why people are pushing for Finley because of how, the team responded, so that's something to think about. Jazzy Joe responded back. Joey Wood will win the Heisman at UCF next year. Then he wakes up and sees that Bo is transferring in. Poor Gate Wood, as shake my head. So another, another. I don't, th- I don't think
3: Bo transfers to, to, to UCF. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I know Gus will take him in a heartbeat. Yeah, I mean, who who is he going like? Yeah, this, Gus will take him in a heartbeat. April's gone after this year, right? uh i don't know but he broke his clavicle so yeah because he, know he if I didn't play break. four
0: games so he's he'll have another year if he wants yeah to. he yeah. will he come back i wouldn't he would he shouldn't right yeah. if yeah. i were him i would not
2: right yeah yeah get that he's, draft he's, evaluation and if he's third round or higher because yeah. you know. uh, yeah. i
1: mean it's not like it's gonna get better um be right, right. that coach all right
2: Walt says, CWR family, let's all tweet at
1: Tim Cook and tell him to watch the war report so he can get these guys on Apple. Listen. So, you guys yeah. know,
2: I've, e- I've emailed Listen. Tim. I've emailed Tim. Okay. I have, I have emailed Tim Cook. Now, he's a busy guy. He's got some things to do, right? Like, <laughs> okay, so, okay. It, yeah. and, and he that's
1: code for he ignoring me, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah right.
2: <laughs> uh, he's not answering his own emails. Let's not pretend like he's answering his own emails, but sure. I. Love this kind of stuff. There is so much power in community. When everybody comes together to do something, that thing can get done really quickly. So, we got 500 people watching this, and we usually have like 5,000 views on this segment in season. If 4,000 people tweeted at Tim Cook, <laughs> we could get his attention. I'm just saying a good bet we could get it we could get his attention i did
3: not know that this happened anthony Grant. that's what's up he said uh a shout out to brant brian matthews he shouted out the war report on 106.7 to drive on monday did not hey, know that hey. happened that's what's up Hey,
1: be friend, be of the be the show. friend of the show yeah. guys it's time man it's time it's time it's prediction time and i feel like we need a, a nice little be will like transition here um you know just just a thought be will no 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 rush Oh, like to, my intro, to my intro to the segment where we actually yeah, make we do uh, predictions yeah. Yeah.
0: I'll I work on that I'll work on that
1: okay. okay all right all right all right um I had us losing this game in preseason it, w- it would make sense for me to stick to my conviction there Lawrence Robinson Auburn needs this win Because of how the rest of our slate matches up and lines up. Yeah. We really need this win. I'm going to go in a close game. Auburn 24, LSU 21. Mm. Finley does what you say, B.
4: He completes enough passes. The second, the defense backs off. Tank,
1: Hunter, Shivers gets it done on the ground. We stay in this thing. We got to win this game.
3: Mm. I Oh, Lord. All right. Mm-hmm. So LSU is scoring 34.5 points per game this season.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: They're giving up 22.8. Mm-hmm. They're mostly a past team, which has been the place that we've struggled.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Twenty one to
3: twenty-seven, Auburn. I love the conviction on your face. Mm-hmm.
0: You gotta mm-hmm. so
3: that's that's a win for Auburn, is it? So...
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. 21 to 27, Auburn. I don't know where we're going to get 27 points from. I'm just hoping that we run the ball effectively. Best teams.
2: Yeah, pick yeah. sixes. I mean, we've yeah. been pretty effective at scoring touchdowns other ways so far. 20, I'm going
3: to go 21-27, Auburn. <laughs> yeah. Because it's going to be a bit if our pick us. All right, Mike. I I was super close. That to definitely me. is a homer pick. I'm just going to let y'all yeah, know. I'll, yeah, I'll, I, was, I, was I mean.
1: No conviction for real.
2: Yeah, I was super close to picking us to lose this game a couple of days ago. Um, but, uh, um, this is a really, this is really hard when, when I, Robertson is going to be back. Robertson's going to play. Um, but the guy throwing him the ball, I, I don't know who that's going to be. Yeah. Which really makes this pick hard. Um, God, I wish I had a 1A and a 1B on this one. I, I'm I'm going to go Auburn. <clears throat> 21 to 18 or something like that. But I, I almost went closer in that direction. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I'll tell you, if, if Bo starts this game, I have no conviction in that pick right now. Uh, Because I'm worried about his psyche, his mindset right now. Yeah, I am. I'm worried about after. I mean, he got pulled for the first time in his life, and I'm worried about how he might respond to that. Um, let let me let me interject
3: here. The offensive line for LSU has not been great so far this season, specifically at the guards. Oddly enough, like one of their left tackle. I think they're either their left. I can't remember which tackle it is. Is surrendering pressure in the past game so there's an opportunity there i need us to get more exotic up front and confuse them a little bit more
2: yeah um but god man
3: anyway this ain't my i'm done with my pick yeah yeah.
2: i would just say (laughs) i I would argue that our defense has played well enough for us to win every game no factual we 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 could have won the penn state game
3: even with the bust that we had in defense if we had had a different strategy offensively if we had hit some plays that were available there, we still could have won that game.
2: So Yeah, Yeah. so I think they can do it against LSU. Um, And Penn State had a really good offensive game plan. Their quarterback had almost a perfect game, but we were still able to take something away from them, which is why I'm confident in our defense to at least be able to take something away. Now, if it ends up being a pass fest, it is what it is. Let's see how they adjust. Um, But, you know, with a healthy Papo and a healthy McLean, I think, you know, we can take their run game away from them. Uh, Hopefully they figure out how to generate a pass rush against LSU. And um, I can't see this being a high-scoring affair. One of the reasons why I'm limiting the amount of points we're going to score, number two, one, it's on the road. Number two, if we play more than one quarterback, I'm still not confident about the receivers we're going to send out there either. I want to believe that we're going to see Canyon and the Johnsons and less Shedrick Jackson, but like, I'm not confident in that either. Kudos to Shed for catching the game winning I mean, touchdown pass, but I think like, I mean, see Shader just because of what he did in the game, yeah, or just use him differently. But we got to stop throwing deep balls and go routes to Shed. That fair doesn't me. make any sense. That's that's fair, right? Yeah, that's like, fair. So he can't play. And my understanding of the offense is is that. Um, we've had shed playing in the X and a lot of those balls that it's, it's just intended for the X, but he's been in the X. So it doesn't matter who's playing X. That's who gets the ball on some of these plays. Um, that was explained to me by somebody who I cannot name, but, um, uh, Now that we've made a a change at wide receiver coach, perhaps we'll see somebody different. Yeah,
1: I'm hoping that Keysaw puts these guys in in the right position in order for them to be successful. Be well. who you got,
2: man?
0: Um, Well, Walt asks, do I have SUNY winning Dancing with the Stars? I have never watched an episode of that (laughs) show in my life. But I am rooting for SUNY Lee because she is an Auburn gal. However, I have no intel on this game. We don't know. You don't know what wide receiver is going to be on the field. We don't know if one of our starting linebackers is going to play. We don't know who's going to start at quarterback. We don't know if we have actually gotten any better in the secondary from Penn State because we spent the entire first half giving up a bunch in the run game. They didn't have to pass much. And even then, we still saw a bust in the secondary in that first half. They just didn't hit them. I don't know anything about what we're going to look like. This is completely going to be determined by whether or not you think Brian Harson has both the cojones and a complete lack of fear. Let's say this. He has to have the balls and the urgency to do what our film reviews and everybody else's eyes say, you know you need to do it. Even though we don't know 100% what was going on at wide receiver, he said, I see it. I don't like it. I'm changing. I know you saw this game, man. Coach Harson, if by some chance you are spending your very busy week watching this show, you see it more than we see it because you see practice all the time. So even if Bo is an outstanding practice player, you now have four games of his performance declining in games. So Go ahead and cross-reference that with what you saw in practice during the week. Now, I hope we make a change for no other reason than he hasn't been getting it done. One guy got it done definitively, objectively. One guy got it done the last time we were on the field. One. Mm -hmm. I don't know why you would start the other guy now. But I'm going to be a homer, and this will be my last homer pick of the year. Okay, last one, very last one. Last one. Penn State was a little bit of a home pick. We had we, we could have covered that game, won that game. There were opportunities, but no, this is the last one because I have no reason to select Auburn. I don't have a reason to pick LSU either. If this was betting would be Will, I would. Ass like a mug. Would not touch it.
2: But I'm going to pick Auburn. Reluctantly. 24. War Rapport family, it's your boy Mike G. The 2021 season is here, and we're cooking up a bunch of amazing new content for our listeners new segments, new giveaways, new interviews, and new game day experiences. But you have to be an insider to get in on the action. So head on over to YouTube and search for the War Rapport. When you see the channel, look for the join button. Trust me, you're not going to want to miss what we've got coming. So keep listening. Make sure you're subscribed on your favorite podcast app and get your weight up by becoming an insider for the 2021 Auburn football season. Let's go, baby. Now let's get back to it. Clance Morgan says, please tell tell me, y'all, I guess, saw Leota when
1: he came in last week. He was getting pressure. I feel he will be used way more moving forward. I hope so. He's done well since he's been here. I just want to see somebody from that position really get some pressure off the edge, man. Whether it's him. Yeah, I
3: mean, I think the intent for Leota was going to be a sub package stuff, right? So obvious passing situations, bring him in and let him go get after the quarterback. The issue has been in our big game specifically, we haven't been doing great on first and second down to force them into third and long where he's going to be coming in and be useful right. for a consistent amount. Um, so he has to work on his ability to get in against the run. And be a run stopper if he wants to get in for more snaps. But yes, uh, Leota has been a good. I mean, even in the Penn State game, he was back there in the backfield. He just didn't come away with sacks um as often as we needed him to. So yeah. Or any because we didn't sack him at all. So
1: Jesse Joe says, I think if Bo starts, he's going to force more throws and try to do too much so he don't get benched again. Not good. I mean, again, it's mental. Mm-hmm. It's all ups- it's all upstairs yeah. for him. Like yes. where where where's his focus gonna be? If he if he has a bad throw, if he has a bad series, how does he regain? How does he respond? How does he come back
2: and play? Based on our film reviews, I can tell you that he it seems like he's overcompensating for the coaching that they're giving him, right? Like, you know, stay in the pocket. Or stay in the pocket, yeah. yeah. And, you know, yeah. on some plays where he should take off and use his legs, he's not doing it anymore, right? The problem is, is that the throws that he's choosing in lieu of running are the hard throws on these plays. Right. Right. They're difficult, High difficulty throws when there are easier, easier throws available. So, like, um, uh, he's got to get that part right. You know, I think he took a lot of beating right for not staying in the pocket. And then some, you know, his pocket presence just needs so much work. Right. Like if he could start to climb the pocket a little bit, don't bounce around on the hash. Um, You know, we kind of went over this and keep yourself just a little bit more patience. Um, because based on what we saw at Georgia State, there was zero reason not to trust our offensive line in that game. There was no reason for him not to trust trust they they created some massive holes right he could have just sat there in the middle of the field, surveyed it, and then made a good throw. So they're gonna have to do we do our offensive line does have to help the quarterback in this game a little right like l s u can't up their sack totals significantly against us and we think that we're going to do well in this game i, I don't right. think right, right yeah that's not going to happen and we right?
1: got so, to keep them out of obvious passing situations which means we got to win
2: first and second down facts we Right. we got to keep our quarterback out of trouble yeah they got to do they got to do the offensive line has to continue to take steps in the right direction uh particularly for finley um but you know maybe if finley can work the pocket a little better he can Help this O line. And, uh, you know, he was 66% under pressure, which is really, really good. Average Max Johnson is only 40% under pressure. If we can get to him, you can make him make some mistakes. You know, Finley did really, really well under pressure. So uh, that could be to the detriment of LSU if they come after him. If he sees the field, blitzing Finley could be a problem for them. I'm just saying. Bree says Auburn
1: will play both QBs this week. He says Bo has a fragile mental. Mm, I, I
2: don't know. I don't want to see it.
1: If Auburn plays both QBs,
0: does that change your score?
2: Uh, I mean, I'm factoring
0: I in some instability at QB. So because yeah. if, if you're know. playing, you're playing
1: two QBs,
3: something's not going well it depends right. on how you're deploying those two QBs as well, right? Like I don't if it's an intentional like okay, situational type of thing, which I hate, then if I think He hasn't that done it,
1: that this year. Yeah, I think that's it. disastrous. No, 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 no. Um
3: if it's, you know, the, the only reason you see a change at QB is is either we're getting blown out or we're on the cusp but of the offense isn't doing enough. I'm I'm hoping for the second of those, right? Like it's a close game but we just don't have the offensive spark we need, right? So another change of pace allows us to get in there and do something different. Uh But yeah, there there are two scenarios here where I see disaster, the shuffling QB and the Auburn getting blown out and we need to just pull the first guy. I don't want to see those first two.
1: Um Chase Rouse says, let's just put DD in and be done with it. Um mm-hmm. I don't want to see the 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 Demetrius Davis at this point. I mean, if he's not, if he's not, unless unless something happens injury wise to our to our other quarterbacks, okay. But if if he hasn't seen any burn so far, I don't think he would tear it up. Just follow through
3: on your red shirt with him, guys. You got anything else before we close out? Nah mm-hmm. somebody said we're we're so grim have a little faith listen this is not about this is not the faith zone this is the no sunshine pump zone Man, like listen. the fact that we picked auburn was enough <laughs> sunshine for you to I'm going to need you to yes I'm going to need you to be, yes. you to be <laughs> great cuz
1: yeah last year we would one of us would have been like nah subscribe to our youtube channel people are finding and they're subscribing don't get FOMO. Go ahead and subscribe to us, guys. Also, we're on Instagram and Twitter at The War Report, And we are T W Report on TikTok. That's it for now. We got Betty Will Be Will coming up. Facts are not, nah, coming for the insiders. But for everyone else, it's coming on Friday. So we still got some stuff coming up. We'll see you guys this upcoming weekend. But until then, have a great rest of your week. And as always, War Eagle. War Eagle.